0: This this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. When you think about the ancient title of Knight, what do you think of? Someone who is honorable, brave, helpful, and chivalrous. Many of those old orders still exist, and they help people, unify, and develop leaders in the community. In March 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, Safety Knights was formed. It's an online community created by and for safety professionals. I joined and was blown away. We share information to develop and support leadership within the safety community. Our members come from all areas of safety and the best part of all of this, it's free. We are not like some of those other safety groups that charge money or are subject to the whims of censors and group administrators. Visit SafetyNights at safetynights.com. That's safety nights and nights is spelled with a K. The following program is rated for mature audiences. It may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. All Wars Deception, today on Safety Wars with Jim Polzel. I have a reading list for all my new safety professionals that I bring on board, and Sun Tzu's Art of War is on it. I often quote or use the ideas in the book with them when we are dealing with people who are our adversaries. We try not to be adversaries with anyone, but as you've heard on all the previous podcasts, people choose to be our adversaries rather than our partners in safety. The Art of War was written something like 3,000 years ago by Sun Tzu, if Sun Tzu was in fact a real person, and it talks about military tactics, but usually people who are in management who have been professionally trained as managers need to go through this book in their education program. So. Safety people, we're not usually professional managers, and we have to make up for that. In technical ability, we need to make up for that. In management ability, creating different ways of thinking, learning different things, we're basically what they call autodidactic, meaning self-taught in this. When I mention safety wars to people, they say, well, that's an oxymoron. You, war and safety, blah, 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 doesn't go together. But it really does, because people use principles like the art of war all the, the book with the resources of all the principles in it against us often or they're playing by the rules in these books another one is rules for radicals by Saul Alinsky so it only makes sense that we would read the book so at least we can go and learn what they're where they're coming from what they're doing and we ask can we develop strategies of our own I often use some of these strategies in the book, so let's call this episode The Art of the Safety War, Part 1. Sun Tzu said, All war is based on deception. Hence, when we are able to attack, we must seem unable. When using our forces, we must seem inactive. When we are near, we must make the enemy believe that we are far. When we are far away, we must make him believe we are near. End quote. How? does this bear out with the safety war? Where am I going with this? You're probably thinking. My question is pause. And I'm going to a- ask you a question and I'm going to ask you to pause for a couple of seconds and think about what your answer is. How many times have we been deceived on a project? It comes in many forms deception. Here are some of the ones that I get. Hey Jim, my employees are trained. And then you go out there, and they have a very good thing on paper, so they think that you're they're great, they're all trained, to, and then you go out there and you find out, wow, this work crew really doesn't know what they're doing. So this is a form of deception. Here's another one. There's no OSHA regulation on that, therefore I don't need to do that. And they believe that sometimes, but often that's a tactic to see how sharp you are as a safety person. They expect you to ignore things like the general duty clause. Here's another one, you can't smell it, therefore it can't hurt you. Again, this is the deception that supervisors use with their untrained workforce. And my response usually is, dude, it's mercury vapor, you're not gonna smell it. And there's a lot of things you can't smell that can hurt you, like radioactive materials, for example. Another one, we will be working normal hours. So what are the normal hours? 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., usually in construction. uh, What the idea is to deceive you, so you leave the job site, and then they go and they work overtime. Then, when you're not there, they break all the procedures and all the rules and do whatever they want to. Another one, all of the air monitoring equipment was on charge. I don't understand why it's not working. Therefore, we're not going to use it today. Or, that rule doesn't apply to us. Then there's the normal stuff, like sending you on a wild goose chase. Give me work without telling you the budget or the deadline. When I was in corporate America, that's what they that was a common thing. The list goes on and on, and we all have stories. Even if you don't start this deception war, you are often in that war, whether you like it or not. You're an unwilling participant. And believe me, people are willing to risk life and limb, usually someone else's, to prove that safety is wrong, Imagine being in an industry that we're all in. We're all in this safety war together, guys. Imagine being in an industry where people are willing to die and get injured to prove a point and to take radically unnecessary risks. This is where you need some leadership training, which we also do. So what do you do? The art of war is a two-way street. You have to understand, but maybe you also have to practice a little bit of the art of war. What's one of the strategies that you could use? Remain calm and don't let the other side get to you. Often they're trying to get you to commit some type of a a meltdown situation, yelling and screaming, and everything else. But if you remain calm, realize that when people are adamant on a position, they often reveal that they have a weak position, because let's go back to the quote. When able to attack, we must seem unable. When using our forces, we must seem inactive. When we are near, we must make the enemy enemy believe that we're far. We were far, we must make him believe we are near. So it's the opposite often of what their position is. And if you're familiar with paradigm shift, that's a subject for another one of these broadcasts, often the more adamant they are, the weaker their position is. Sort of like this. Don't rock the boat or there will be consequences. Well I always take the or else, always take the or else. Don't do this or else. I said, I tell you, take the or else. I know somebody in power. My relative owns the company or is a manager. That's another one. There's always a little deception in these statements and you have to realize that the other person is using these techniques against you. You need to work on recognizing when you are being deceived and develop strategies to counteract them. There's a lot of resources on the art of deception out there. I use a couple of them in my training classes. What you need to do is treat the safety war. Use the Art of War by Sun Tzu. Read it, internalize it. We'll mention some other stuff in some future podcasts because this war is real that we're fighting here, the safety war. You have two and a half million injuries every year and over 5,000 deaths every year. It's a real serious business we're in and we should be taking it seriously. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Pozel. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM.